Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. I have a very special bonus episode today where we will all be talking about Loki. Loki is all wrapped up at six episodes. The final was this past Wednesday and we're going to dive into that. We're going to break that down, phase four, what we've got to look forward to. And I still have my episode that's coming out on Tuesday, so still go check that out. I still have, there's something really cool that's come out this week that I can't wait to talk to you guys about. Uh, We're going in video games and it's going to be Look, it's going to be a game changer, I think, uh, and it's going to be really cool. But that's Tuesday. This is right now. So, holy shit, holy shit. I don't know how I can say that enough. Last episode of Loki, the final. Look, it's uh, it's and overall, uh, overall, the entire series, I have really enjoyed Loki. Uh, both the highs, the slow pace, and right back ramping up, back up. I think classic Loki uh, was the MVP. Uh, episode 5, that was fantastic towards the end. I think that was great. I really hope that Richard E. Grant reappears as classic Loki. He did a fantastic job, and so did Alligator Loki. I know in my last episode I said Croc Loki, just to force a habit of being an Australian, because we call them Crocs down here, especially being the Croc Hunter, which is fine enough, I did see a meme of a crocodile Dundee in like, looking like Loki and eyeing off Croc Loki, I thought that's, sorry, Alligator Loki, I thought that's, hmm, that's top tier meme right there. <laughs> so I really hope that he, um, Richie Grant and Alligator Loki do come back. They were the MVP of episode five, and yeah, episode six. So we got the He Who Remains. Uh, obviously, he didn't say, this is all spoilers. I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched it yet, it's already been a few days. It's on you, not me. Um, <laughs> so Kang the Conqueror rocked up. And he didn't say Kang. He didn't say he did lure it to with these comments like, you know, I've been called, you know, a jerk, a conqueror, that the he who remains. Um, I think that 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 little bit that, that he's been in that we've seen, so that uh, you know, thirty minutes that we saw, you were just like you were watching it and you're going, This guy is gonna be the big bad for phase four. So what is he going to show us? And that's what me and my mate were watching it as we were watching it going through, thinking, oh, like, how small is this role going to be? Or how big is it going to be in this episode? Because the episode starts off very, uh, obviously, Loki and Sylvia walking through. And I jumped my at my fucking seat when Miss Minutes rocked up right through the castle. Like, fuck! <laughs> um, yeah, she just rocked up, and, and it, she gave them an opportunity to... You know, sees whatever that sees whatever Loki and Sylvia ever wanted. Uh, Sylvia to obviously live out her life and you know a normal life. 
um, go back to her timeline, Loki to be on the throne, have the gauntlet, kill Thanos. But as we all know as the viewers, they were going to turn that down. And then Miss Mitz fucked off. And then it's slow, and then they kept walking through the castle. One really curious thing that when they walk through the castle is that you saw four, four, it looks like timekeeper pillars. But one of them was destroyed or, you know, into rubble, which makes you think, you know, where does the three timekeepers come from? Like, was there meant to be a fourth? Did the fourth betray them? Um, what's the story behind that? Or has multiple people in the past or multiple Lokis come in the past and um, try to do this yet if they've never got past the elevator, if you will? And as I got closer, boom, Kang the Conqueror rocked up. And he was looking, like I like this, the relaxed aspect of him, or like I um, really don't give a fuck, like I'm here to talk to you guys, um, I'm really, really looking forward to you. Uh, and yeah, everything he said in that episode, you were, you were listening to, every, you know, hang entirely on every little bit. Because we, as I said, we all know he's going to be the big bear for Phase Four, as well as he's going to. As far as we know, his next appearance is meant to be in Ant Man Three: Quantumania. Uh, we thought, I thought, it was very curious that he didn't actually say his name. So where that's going to, where that's going to come into it, or what's that? Why didn't he say his name? Um, and then. And after all talking, him explaining everything, really cool that he gave the history and more history on the uh, time key, the, the time war, which in that first episode you thought Miss Minutes was just rambling on or fiction, and it was, and it was timekeepers, and then you realize, holy shit, actually, this is the same war he was talking about. It really did happen. It just wasn't the timekeepers. Uh, thought that was that was a really good backstory. Um, I loved. I must. I love cinematography. I love his castle, his room, the aesthetics of everything. I liked how when he was sitting down, that you could see a, the circle window in the background, and the fact it was like he's the center of all of it. Obviously, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> um, thought that was really cool. That was a good little little touch. Um, and yeah, he explained everything, and he almost gave off the whole uh, Willy Wonka vibe, like, you know, is this is a test, are you going to get my chocolate factory, or are you actually going to get my fucking timeline, my, my job, are you going to get um, uh, to be the, t you know, to the timekeepers, um, sorry, not the timekeepers, the TVA, are you going to get them? Uh, so I thought it was, got heaps of those vibes when watching it. Um, and of course, Sylvia wanted to kill him. Loki was having second thoughts. And, you know, I almost thought Sylvia was going to kill Loki, and that was how the series was going to end. Um, which, well, thankfully, I was, I was dead wrong. And it was really, I, I really, like, Loki, I felt really sad for him. Like, he finally trusted someone. He finally like had that connection that we haven't seen him have ever since Thor like the biggest connection we have seen was like him and obviously Thor and Odin but never in a love interest way and you felt for him because towards the end of the episode you see him sitting there and you just 
like you, like you feel for him. You know, you know, the person you trust has just not betrayed you, but like their mission was more important. And obviously, as we know, Sylvia pushed him through the time keep uh, TVA portal, sent him back to the TVA, and then she killed Kang. Which, and then after that, you heard the crack, the bang, and you saw obviously the whole circle of the sacred timeline that's walk that's going around, uh, going around Kang's castle, start to break away into multiple, multiple multiverses, uh, MMV, <laughs> and there it is, like there, you know. You're watching it, and like I think, like I think it got a little bit slow in the middle. But the whole episode, it wasn't the episode wasn't it wasn't like episode five where there was a lot of action. Episode six, it was a lot meant to be set up. This is where we are. This is what's going to happen. This is moving forward. Everything else, more action or you know, big bad comes later. Thought it was cool the fact that he said that Kang uh, said the fact that. He actually isn't the big bad. Like he's like he's like I'm. You know, I've been doing this millions and millions of years, millions of lifetimes, and it's not me that's the bad person. My variant is. My variants will try and take over. That's why I've been doing this uh, this job. So it's going to be. You know, are we going to see multiple Kangs rock up, or is it going to be like one Kang that rocks up? That's the evil Kang that's you know beating all the other ones. Um, and he's just the one in this in this whole time war that we're about to see multiverse time war. Um, so I think that he played that character really well. I love the energy. I love the flamboyantness um, in that scene. I like how you know it was meant to be very you know they're very serious in the fact that the person they talk to isn't very serious. So you know like that Australian Australian slang like he's taking the piss. Like he knows. He knows there's nothing they can do to stop him. Obviously, until that one point where he can no longer see they've passed the threshold. Um, but you know, the episode now I understand there's been some some people who are saying the fact that they felt like it was a letdown, like it didn't, you know, there wasn't any big, major, or like you know, not a lot happened. And I don't think that's obviously Marvel always has a plan, but that's not what they were going for. Like this episode wasn't meant to be a big, big shoot, a big fight, or something like that. Like in Wonder, in Wonder Vision, the last episode, like it wasn't meant to be like that, because the fact that Kevin Feige said before Loki started that Loki was going to be the most pivotal Marvel TV show uh, that we're going to go see, um, or that's coming out, that's going to affect. Phase four moving forward, and my god, that man was fucking right. Like everything that's going to come, like from this point, and uh, it's going to come from it. Like the fact that you know this is how the multiverse starts. Like you've got more information going down to Doctor Strange two in the multiverse of madness. Thanks to this, and thanks to Wonder Vision, you've got this all this backup story going in. So you're already ahead of the curb, and I feel like. I know people won't, but like for the casual viewer who watches these movies, I feel like you need to watch these TV shows. 
like I, I get you don't need to, but I feel like you, like you should if you really want to have a grasp of what's going on. So you don't go and going, oh, why did that happen? Or why did this happen? Or who the fuck are you? Or why you have got so much fucking power? Um, and I feel like the fact you should you should watch it like a hundred percent. And you know, this is just going to blow phase four out of the water. And it's it's funny because the fact that you opposed to Thanos, which you, I understand you didn't see the big bad until Avengers, because obviously you're introducing all these small characters, you know, all the characters first, and then let's get into it. But the fact that that we have seen a version variant of the big bad, yet it's like in the you know in the wise words of Heath Ledger's Joker, and here we go, like that's it, like that's been the tagline for the episode almost, um, because everything that's going to lead into this, uh, I've been the last three days I've been wrapping my brain about every theory, what you know. I, I'm, you know, I'm being selfish because I want to see everything now. Like I want to Strange now. I want Shang Li. I want Thor, and it's it's in a reflection. It's funny because you know you watched, you know, turn the clocks back nine years and you watch the first Avengers and you're like, oh, you know, apparently this is meant to lead to this, and you know we're gonna get like apparently two to three Marvel movies a year. Like that's insane. Yet like right now we're like, yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, Loki. Where's the what if trailer? Sorry, where's that coming out? And when's that coming out? That's too far away. That's coming out in August. And also, where's the Spider-Man trailer? Like, almost Marvel fans are getting really greedy, but you completely understand why. Because there's just, you know, there's just so many questions left on the table. And the funny thing is, episode six answered like a quarter of them, and it just, here's a lot more questions to go forward. So, you know, we, as I said, and uh, good news is, uh, well, actually, right, let's pull back, the fact that Sylvia pushed Loki through the TVA portal to the TVA, and then he sees Morbius, and Morbius doesn't know who the fuck he is, and then he turns to the statue, and the statue is Kang. It's like, holy shit. And that's awesome, and I'm so glad they're making season two because they had to do a season two. There was no way they could end it like that. Like, where's this going to go? I am pumped to see Loki again, pumped to see Morbius, pumped to see the TVA, pumped to see Sylvia again. Um, I think she was a really good character. Like, she, you know, you felt for the character. It was really good, and I can't wait to see where she pops up. Uh, apparently it's confirmed that Loki will appear in Doctor Strange 2 so that makes more sense and it's gonna be really cool with both Tom Hiddleston, Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch all through in the movie like that's gonna be really cool and I and honestly I can't wait uh, to when that comes out and you know it doesn't come out until March next year so we've got as a timeline for the next few months, yeah, we have the What If at, on August the 11th. We have Shang-Li on the 3rd of September. We have the Internals on the 5th of November. And we have Spider-Man on the 17th of December. And then we have Doctor Strange in March. Um, obviously, give or take a day, uh, day or two for Australian standard because it's always like a day after or a day before. 
Um, but it's it's going to be it's going to be really cool, and I I, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, watching over overall Loki in a whole, um, I would say I would say the fact that we'll go with I'd say number number one Loki, number two One Division, three uh, Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier in that in that three tier. Like I think that I love Loki and I think the reason I put it above one division is because of the fact that it pushed the going to phase four a lot more and who doesn't like who doesn't like more Tom Hiddleston. Uh, and one division that was that was also really good that did a lot for uh, Wanda and it was really heartbreaking and like you go uh, no those last three episodes are fantastic. Uh, but it's if you were to look over it like a lot of like these TV shows, these last three TV shows, um, there's been a lot of more like pain, de- depression, heartache, and like it seems to be more on the emotional level that these characters are experiencing opposed to when you see a movie, which is obviously really hard because obviously in a movie you've got the set time frame, you know, two hours, an hour. Uh, compared to a TV show that, you know, six episodes of an hour where you can do so much more with these characters and you, you, can, you can see it. And, you know, we've seen three TV shows now and one Black Widow movie, which is, you know, goes in the past, or prequel movie, uh, and, you know, we're all, you know, everywhere I see on social media, like everyone's pumped for Phase 4, everyone's looking forward to it. Um, I think they did a, as I said, like, Loki was fantastic. I recommend anyone to go see that uh, and watch the entire TV series because um, it, yeah, it does a lot and just a small, small little moments. Like as I said, I felt so, felt so much for Loki and that last episode. And for everyone who says the fact that it, not not a lot happened. Um, I, as I said, I don't think that's what Marvel was trying to do. It was just meant to drop a little um, setups here and there, and then away we go. Or here we go. Like this is. Are you all ready? Like, come on. Like you thought. Uh, I love this. I remember seeing people. A lot of people posting um, haters, obviously, saying the fact that oh, yeah, the Marvel the MCU is dead after Endgame. Oh, Marvel, you know, won't hit that peak, or you know, it won't be that exciting because when you know the Infinity Saga is over. And to me, like, nah, like, like I didn't, I didn't doubt that. Um, as I said, like, I don't think it hit that very high peak at the box office again, um, which Endgame did. But excitement-wise, I'm, I'm fucking, re- I'm ready. To go, like I, I can't, I don't have much excitement. Like that's why I decided to do this bonus episode because I, there was so much I wanted to get off my chest and talk about because of the fact of how excited I am. And I've been, you know, as soon as, as soon as after watching episode six, um, I was me and uh, Dean uh, were Snapchatting uh, Mark and Perry. Shout out to Perry. Uh, we're Snapchatting for, I think, for like an hour, giving all our theories and what we're excited for, what we didn't like. 
Um, and it, and the funny thing is, it just just talking made it more exciting, and seeing everything that came after it, and yeah, it's just going to be yeah. It's I'm so excited for. I can't wait for what's going to come up next. Um, and I think uh, Kang the Conqueror. Like I feel like that just a little bit. That just a little bit like is going to do so much. There's also, when he's talking about uh, all these variants, he did say uh, one of his very old variants was named Richards, uh, which, uh, which, fine enough, because of being Marvel, it actually does have a connection to Fantastic Four as well. It's an ancestor of Reed Richards. Um, so Marvel's also placing the little seeds for the Fantastic Four, which kind of sucks because that one... I can't wait to see what Marvel does with the Fantastic Four because, look, Fantastic Four hasn't really good, had a good hit out of the park kind of movie, like, especially the fact on how the most recent one did, which is called A Massive Bomb, Terrible, and all the drama with the director, and obviously it was thanks to fucking Fox. Um, so it's kind of sucks that uh, Fantastic Four is at the end, but... It will all it will all make sense why it's at the end, but you know now now because of this now because of the fact that with the end of episode six of Loki that the whole Sega timeline is cracking into multiple uh, multiple uh, multiple universes, uh, we can see why they have Sony and Marvel haven't dropped the Spider-Man three trailer. Because you guys need to all watch this before going in to watch it because the fact it makes more sense. You know, like we would, you know, until this episode, we're all thinking, you know, what's, what's happening? Like, why is Doc Ock and Elektra appearing in this, in this movie? Like, what's going to happen? Like, why is it happening? And, you know, if Doctor Strange is coming out in March, that's the multiverse of madness. So we're, we're, yeah, back and forth on how this all makes sense. And now it does. Now, now, now I know why they wait on that trailer, and I, I'm more stoked, <laughs> almost more stoked for Spider-Man Three because I really want to know how this uh, all comes in. Uh, which, funny enough, I did see an episode. Thank you, Lego. Thank you to Hot Toys. Always spoiling, uh, always spoiling uh, new movies, costumes, and designs because they just saw a. A Hot Toys version of a Spider-Man suit, this black suit, not like the Venom suit, uh, like with a gold tinge to it that looked like a Doctor Strange uh, kind of suit. So uh, will Spider-Man be doing like magic? Uh, which I'm all for. I'm all. For, I'm all for whatever the fuck that that Spider-Man three. Sorry, I'm swearing. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. I'm just so excited. <laughs> like this is this is where my passion is. Uh, which is main driving force for why I made this podcast. Um, but yeah, so whatever happens in Spider-Man 3 is going to be really cool. It makes more sense going into it now. And thanks to Loki, I, as far as I know, Loki isn't going to be here in Spider-Man 3. Uh, but who knows what the aftercrats might be. But in saying that, like Spider-Man 3 comes out in December, so we have to see that trailer soon now. Uh, I'm sure it'll have to be in the next like month uh, because we already got the internals trailer, which could be why did see a little note 
why the internals did say like they haven't done anything until up to now because the entire multiverse sacred timeline is currently in shambles thank you sylvia for giving us phase four and the next steps so it can make more sense it can make more sense why um why they said that in the trailer and why that's coming into it um and which you know with this entire multiverse of madness total timeline being scribbed all hell you know this is why this is why um fantastic four can rock up this is why the x-men can rock up this is you know everything in between um you know how they can fill in the gaps now how they can bring all the characters in uh, how Deadpool can rock up, which was a really cool. I recommend you guys go check it out. Uh, Ryan Reynolds did a review as Deadpool in his new movie called Free Guy, which basically looks like a Grand Theft Auto character realizing that he's in Grand Theft Auto, uh, which will be really cool. So I'm going to go check that out. Um, I think you should do as well. But he reviews it as Deadpool. Uh, sorry. Um, he reviews... He reviews that after reviewing the Cruella trailer for Disney Plus. Uh, sorry, for Disney. And who should rock up? Korg. Because Taika Waititi's in that movie. I think he plays the bad guy. Um, so Korg and Deadpool are both talking about um, Free Guy. And it's really cool because it's uh, even Deadpool was like, oh, so have you got any tips on have you got any tips how to be in the MCU, Korg? And he gives Korg gives a good call answer but uh, yeah go check it out it's a lot of fun and i saw the internet like blog because he's like oh deadpool's in the mcu i'm like it was only a matter of time and i really hope i really hope they announce deadpool 3 soon and how he fits into it and it would make now it would ma it's going to make a lot more sense when he rocks up um into this whole entire universe because uh, as Ryan Reynolds has said in the past, that he's been in active talks with Kevin Feige, um, uh, in active talks with Kevin Feige about Deadpool 3, and I have no doubt they have a plan um, coming into this. Um, but uh, yeah, go check that out. So it's like I'm really looking forward to the future, and I think Loki did, Loki did exactly what it was going to set out for to do. It Expanded the MCU to an area we haven't seen before. Um, saw a little cool, you know, a lot of cool things uh, in that series. A little background. Uh, I think Owen Wilson did a good job as Morbius. Um, and yeah, it's and he did a really good job as Morbius, and it'd be really cool to see what um, if he's going to pop up again, um, and what what will come out in season two. Uh, my current theory is that season two of Loki will come out, um, or you aim to come in late next year, or it will come out uh, a little bit later, uh, before Quantum Mania. And Quantum I do believe it will come out before that to bridge bridge the gap because obviously we're going to see it, uh, Loki in Doctor Strange two, and yeah, so I'm. All pumped for that. Unfortunately, uh, we will not be seeing a WandaVision Season 2. Uh, that has been confirmed. Apparently, that is the only series to lead into Doctor... Uh, yeah, just to lead into Doctor Strange 2. And there will be no second series, second season of 
Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier because obviously we know that was pretty much just to get uh, Cap, uh, uh, Falcon to be Captain America. Um, so out of all those three, I would still straight up, I'd be like, yeah, Loki first. Uh, Loki first to get the season two, uh, which can't wait. And yeah, it's just going to be... Moving forward, the MCU is in a really good spot. And there's a part of me, like I wish, like I, I really wish the DCU was in this kind of spot. You know, I, like don't get me, don't get me wrong, like I, I have a tattoo of Batman on me. <laughs> uh, I love the DC universe and I grew up on, I grew up watching as I said, the Batman Animated Series, uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and, you know, I, you know, I love the DC Universe. I just wish, I just wish the fact that um, they had that same kind of mentality, uh, same kind of um, push to do the same thing in DCU. If you really want, still, if you really want, like what they did with the, the Joker movie, if you still want to have a movie outside DCU, that's not connected to everything. You can do that. You know, call it something else. Like, oh, you know, you got DCU and there's a DC Dark. Or DC Unlimited, something something like that. I just wish DC yeah, was in that same kind of vein. I wish I could be that excited. But so far, um, they seem to have their shit together a little bit. But uh, we'll find out. Because next month, uh, we've got the What If series, which... Tom Hilson has said that the What If series will uh, also impact or give tidbits for Phase 4 moving forward. So you got to check that out. Makes more sense why the What If series pops out now. Because now, you know, there's a multiverse and everything's screwed up. So it makes more sense to have this series of like what if and what can be. Uh, but yeah, next month we have uh, Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Apparently... Early reviews are very positive. I can't wait to check that out, um, which I will give my nice candid review about it, uh, as as well as uh, with the What If series uh, when it comes out. And knowing things, like, like yeah, comes out, you're still going to get another six or seven weeks to go through all the episodes. So there's still another month, so it won't be until like September that it actually ends. And in September, we get Shenley and the Ten Rings, which that trailer looks really fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm pumped to see Suicide Squad. Uh, I think that will be really good. James Gunn is fantastic. Uh, obviously, we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy, so what that's going to bring is going to be really cool. Um, and yeah. Um, sorry, my dog just came in and he's looking at me with a treat and he's just going to sit with me or watch me at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... So yeah, so Suicide Squad has been really cool, um, but yeah, go go check out Loki. Like there is so much to take from this. There are so many little tidbits. Um, Tom Hilson's performance was fan fucking tastic, and he did say in an interview that he would happily play Loki for as long as he can, and I I don't mind. I just think if he keeps playing Loki, there's one thing that you have to do and that he has to meet 
Thor again. Like, I don't care if it was like, it's for like five minutes. But if for him to meet Thor again and be like, Thor's like, this is where I am now. This is where you are. Whole oh, brother reunion. That would be fantastic. But then again, does, does that take away from his death? Um, you know, thing to drive through, you know, the driving force for Thor because he's like he's like his death. But yeah, pff, screw it. That's what I hope. The fact that it does happen if, if Loki keeps going, uh, as obviously I hope there would be Loki season three. But like I'm talking about, like probably two to three years in the future. Um, so I'll be breaking it all. I'll be breaking it all down. But uh, I'm breaking it all down. In the future, but go check my Instagram because I have put up there um, some little tidbits about Loki, the latest episode, uh, as well as uh, links to uh, the game review I did last week um, for Surviving the Aftermath. And I'm always posting new little tidbits that come along. Obviously, you know, really, really funny memes. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to my rant. And until next time. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.